In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. We're going to be talking about the angels today. Today is the feast of Michael the Archangel, Gabriel, and what's the other one? And Raphael. God heals. I want to tell you what the Bible says about the angels. Are not these angels ministering spirits sent to us who are on the way to salvation? They are our helpers sent to us on the way to salvation. How we need the angels. I was thinking about in the gospel, where were the angels? Well, in Nazareth, when the angel said, you shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, that was Gabriel. And then Zechariah, Gabriel said, your mouth will be closed because you did not believe God. Then we see the angels at the birth of Jesus. For unto us in the city of David is born a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Then we see the angels at the passion of Jesus. An angel comes to comfort the Lord Jesus Christ in the Garden of Olives. Then we see the angel after the resurrection at the tomb of Jesus. Then we see the angels at the ascension. Men, why are you looking up? This Jesus whom you saw go will come back just the way you saw him go. Angels are all around the scriptures, and they're all around you, and they're all around me. Angels, how we need the ministry of angels. Father, happy birthday. It's a feast of the angel, but it's also Father's birthday. You know, 76 years ago, the Lord brought Father into this earth. And I don't know many people who've ever changed the world for the, for the love of God more than Father. I've known you, Father, five, for five years, and you're doing so much better. It's amazing. You're getting, like I said yesterday at the prayer night, you're gaining more and more strength, more joy, more power in the spirit. I've never seen you walk stronger. And before we go, I'm going to just read this quote from Isaiah over you and your life. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. So who knows, Father? We might see you running down the aisles at the next prayer meeting. They will walk and not be faint. Jesus is our hope. When we hope and have faith in him, he renews our strengths. So, Father, we just take a second to honor you. You know, I know how much you've changed my life, how, how many people's lives you change, and the Lord is just, we're just so honored to know you. Oh, thank you so much. So back to the angels. Yeah, the ministry of angels, you know, God, what do the angels do? They're in the presence of God all day. 
And it's what we're called to do, really. You know, they're by the throne of God proclaiming, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And you know, when we sing and we worship, last night in our prayer meeting, we were partaking with the angels. You know, before Jesus ever comes into a room, he always sends his angels first. And you can sense them because the angels are soaked in the presence of God. They are soaked in the presence of God. And when an angel comes in, maybe it could be a healing angel, maybe it could be an angel of fire, the whole room becomes set ablaze. And you know, so Father, we just ask and we thank you that you've given us angels so that we can fulfill our ministry on earth with you so that we want to be like the angels of fire, just soaked in the fire and the love of God so that like the angels, any room we go into becomes set ablaze. You know, we you you have a guardian angel. We all have a guardian angel. I remember really before I got to the Lord, I had so many encounters and experiences where I was living outside the grace of God and you know, like bad things could have happened to me. I could have been hurt, could have been arrested maybe. But somehow, and I see now through the ministry of angels, the Lord had always kept me safe because he's a ministering spirit for those to inhabit salvation. So even in your life, I'm sure there's times that you can reflect back on where you thought things were going to go bad or take a turn for the worse or God showing you right now. But God sent you angels and there's angels all over this world to protect us and to serve and to serve God and to love you. So, you know, the good thing is, is as we all our attention is on Jesus. But, you know, as we as we become enlightened to these things of the spirit, to know that we're in a supernatural world created by God, filled with supernatural beings, which are here to assist us. As we come into this wisdom and knowledge, we can only gain more and more assistance in, in spreading the kingdom of God. They are ministering spirits, ministering to God's people. Tell them about your classmate. Yes, I have a classmate that doesn't believe in angels. And uh, one day he was driving his car and fell asleep. And he woke up with this beautiful music. And he opened his eyes. The music wasn't on the radio. I said to him, those were the angels that you don't believe in. He said, no, it was God. Yes, it was God working through the angels. So whether he believes it or not, they were waking him up. He would have died because he was sleeping soundly at the wheel. This is real. I remember once waking up in my house in East Boston, and I knew someone was looking at me, and I opened my eyes quickly, and they disappeared. I knew it was an angel. I knew it was an angel looking at me. I remember also going, uh, going to cross the street, and I was going to put my foot on the street, and I was held back, and a car was driving 60, 70 miles, and I would have been killed. I knew it was an angel that held me back. Oh, yes, these ministering spirits are friends of ours. They, they lead us to Jesus. They tell us to praise God. They tell us to worship God. 
that tell us to adore God. And we are part of the body of Christ. We believe in those that are visible people and invisible, the holy angels of God. And you know what? The New Age movement talks about angels, but those angels are from the devil. Those aren't the good ones. Those aren't the good ones. They are, they are the bad ones. It's interesting. Father said the angels speak to us, and they do. I feel a lot of the ministry, even in the healing ministry and in the evangelization ministry, you know, angels come and infuse us with the power and the spirit of God. There's times where I've been in Salem, street preaching in front of the witch house, in front of there's hundreds of thousands of people. And in no time, like four or five hours have passed. I've laid hands. And it's almost like I couldn't like just so much boldness, so much strength, jumping up on top of things, things that are just out of my like realm of humanity. And I'm just like, how did that happen? But it's it's a ministry of angels. It's a ministry of angels. You know, it's it's why it's so important that you in your life praise God. Because when we praise God, our praise and worship goes up like incense. And the Lord starts to releasing all of heaven, which he starts, the Holy Spirit as a person starts to come. But the ministry of angels begin to be released. In the book of Revelation, it says in... It says, then I saw another angel flying in midair and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on earth, to every nation, tribe, language and people. Do you hear it? It is the Bible is telling us that the angels are not only flying midair, but they are proclaiming the gospel to those who live on earth. So, you know, when you may have a word of knowledge, when you may just know something's about to happen, when you may just, you know, God's nudging you to go talk to that person, it could be through the ministry of angels. And, you know, the good thing about angels, they're not held to just one language. You know, we may only know one or two languages, but the angels, you know, they know every language and they can transcend time, space, everything. When we pray with the gift of tongues, we're partaking in an angelic language. You know, we're partaking in an angelic language, and it draws the angels and all the graces of heaven to the to us. I remember Mary Vasconcellos telling this the story. She saw a car in front of her, and she heard from the Lord, whether it was through the angels or from the Lord Himself that the lug nuts were, were not on the tire. And so they stopped at a red light, and she got out of the car, and she said, please, I'm an old lady. Would you just do something for me? And said, what? Unfasten your tire. He said, why? I said, because the lug nuts aren't on. He thought she was crazy. She said, would you just pacify me? And you know what? She was absolutely right. They would have died. But God spent his time telling her that the lug nuts weren't on, whether it was by an angel or by the Lord himself. These are the things that people know. I was praying once with somebody, and I moved my hand from their shoulder to their neck, and they said, 
how did you know? I said, the Lord told me. That's how I knew. You see, God speaks to us. He's called the Word. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Word speaks to us, and He speaks as we can understand. I'm going to read from John uh, John 1, verse 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethesda, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? In other words, I don't believe. Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said to him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I tell you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Hallelujah. You see, he goes from not believing. I wonder what was happening under the fig tree. I think he was being converted. I think God was speaking to him. Oh, yes, I saw you under the fig tree. Then he changes his mind. You're the king of Israel. You are the Lord of hosts. Oh, yes, this is so wonderful that we believe in the visible and the invisible. The visible are the people that come to church. The invisible are those people angels that come to church and are with us to assist us who are on the road to salvation. Amen. Amen. How, <laughs> how amazing is God that he, he's given us all angels. He's created in his wisdom. He's created angels just to impart his word, his grace, his glory, to just be soldiers. All angels do is the will of God. They just carry out the will of God on this earth, and they help us to carry out the will of God. All they do is carry out God's will, and they help us to carry out God's will. You know, when the Lord wanted to speak to Mary, he sent an angel from heaven to tell her he'll be the mother of, he'll be the mother of our Lord. You know, angels carry for us the word, the glory, the kingdom realm with them. They keep us safe and protected, even going into Psalm 91, which is a psalm about protection. How do we want to be safe? You know, he tells us that for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. 
you know, the battle, your battles belong to the Lord. Your battles belong to the Lord. But when you receive Jesus, you get the Father's inheritance. And the Father's inheritance comes with the whole kingdom of God that we live on earth as it is in heaven. You know, it says that one sinner converted, thousands of angels are just worshiping in heaven just over one sinner. So we know. We know in heaven, it's a big party. <laughs> and the Lord sends the angels down to you in your life because he wants you to sp spread his kingdom, but he wants us to party with the angels, to partake in the angels. It's amazing the revelations of what some of the mystics of the church seen during the mass of, of the angels coming to the altar, flying around the Eucharist. I mean, if you look it up, it's just so vast. There's more that we can't see that what we can see, you know, and, and it's true that like God wants you to live this supernatural ascended life in the spirit and the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and brings us into all revelation about these ministering spirits. You have a guardian angel. Every child has a guardian angel. Every human being has a guardian angel. I have one too. I think it's Michael the Archangel. Not only was I born on his feast day, but I have experienced his protection. He is the protector of the church. He is the one that defeats Satan through the cross of Jesus Christ at the end of time. Oh yes, Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the heavenly host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls. Seeking the ruin of souls. That's you. That's what he wants, your soul to be ruined and go to hell. But you know what? Jesus died for you on the cross, and you don't have to go to hell. You need to just give your life to Jesus and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. That's what you need to do. That's all you need. How do I do it? You just do it. I give my life to you, Jesus. I give my life to you, Jesus. I want you to wash me in the blood of Jesus. I want you to wash me in your blood. I'm sorry for all my sins. Come and rule in my life. Come and rule in my life. Oh, yes. I want the Lord to rule in my life. That's when great things happen, when God rules in your life. He really does. I remember a couple years ago, early in my conversion, I was at the monastery, and I had asked the Lord, to, I asked St. Raphael to pray for me to the Lord and come down. And I see, I mean, Archangel Raphael, God heals. I'll just never forget the Lord sending Archangel Raphael down in the presence and just a tangible love of God. That from the inside out, I could just feel myself. I just felt the love of God. I could just feel myself being healed by the power of God. It was like a supernatural presence. I could tell that the angel was in the room with me. And God was using him to release his presence and to heal me by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, it was just, it was an, it's an encounter that I'll never forget.
But, you know, all these experiences aren't just for me or for Father Tom or because we're special, because we're not. These are available to everyone, you know. God has given us such a vast kingdom, and Jesus is the general of this kingdom. But the kingdom realm comes with so many weapons of the spirit, we can say. So many, these these angels, are they're weapons to be used against the enemy. You know, their only job is to do the will of God upon this earth, to bring down heaven upon earth so we can live on earth as it is in heaven, to defend you against the evil one, to lead you to the grace of God. You know, whether... Look at Padre Pio. Padre Pio, if he couldn't get in contact with someone or see someone in the physical, he would send his guardian angel to talk to their guardian angel. And the people would know. They would get words from God, the Padre Pio, and they would come see him. They would get heals. These angels, they run an inter, like a, an invisible network of the Spirit of God. Father, talk about Padre Pio. Before I talk about Padre Pio, I wanted to remember that Anthony said, when one person repents of his sin or her sin, the angels have a party. They have joy and praise to the Lord. Maybe you're that one person today that needs to repent. Let Don't deprive the angels of the party. Amen. Don't deprive the angels because they want to rejoice over you. They want to rejoice over you. You say, I'm too far gone. No, you're not. If you were too far gone, then you're God. You're not God. You need God, just like me. You need God. When we repent, the angels of God rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Well, Padre Pio would send his guardian angel to the angel of the person that he was seeking. And they would always know that it was God, Padre Pio. I remember Padre Pio during a war, uh, World War II, I believe, and uh, there were these two men flying an airplane. They were soldiers, and Padre Pio comes into them. He bilocated, and he said, don't destroy the churches. Yeah. They would just be flying in the airplane, and all of a sudden they would see a floating monk, a floating monk right over his land. And when they would try to deploy their weapons, the planes would malfunction. And soldiers kept doing that and coming back till the general of the army couldn't believe it himself. And he went and flew, and they saw the floating not the floating monk, the floating friar in the middle of the sky. <laughs> and then later they went to the monastery and they saw Padre Pio and uh, they couldn't believe it. But th these are the things that happen. We live in a supernatural, supernatural existence. You know, angels even preside on this world. In the book of Hebrews it says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Now, I have no doubt when I've been doing ministry, street ministry, ministry at Methadone Mile upon, you know, the least and the forgotten about people. There's people 
that have been there, that their faces glown and shone with the power of God like angels, although they might have been homeless. They might have been, you know, someone who never would have come. You know, you never know if you're going to run into an angel. You never know. It says right in the Bible. So that's why we are loving and we treat everyone with glory, expect, especially the least of people. True as angels, God has given command about you. They shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Oh, yes, I have used that verse from Psalm 91 many times because I've fallen. I remember once I was in the courthouse and I fell to my face. And sometimes I say to myself, true as angels, as I'm falling, God has prepared a place for you. They shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Oh, yes, I believe in the angels, but the angels lead me to Jesus. Amen. That's where they lead me. They are not an end in themselves. They are ministering spirits sent to help you and me who are on our way to salvation so that we would love God and love Jesus more and more and more. So as we close today's show, it's a wonderful day. It's a feast of the angels. It's Father Tom's birthday. Ask the Lord to send your guardian angels to Father Tom. Offer him some prayers today. Father, we love you. We honor you. We thank you. I think you should close this show in a song. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice and be glad in Him, and be glad in Him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in Him. This is the day this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the year, this is the year that the Lord may come, that the Lord may come. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice and be glad in Him, and be glad in Him. This is the year that the Lord may come, let us rejoice and be glad in Him. This is the year, this is the year that the Lord may come. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless you. Behold. 
This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.